Not such a long gap between this episode and the last episode. Hopefully that doesn't happen again. But I've been not in the mentally, not mentally great, not in the mentally best places lately. I feel stuck. I feel stuck in purgatory. Things aren't that great, but they're not that bad either. And they're just stuck somewhere in this middle of nothingness. This middle of... Not caring about doing anything. And doing nothing. In this area of... Not caring about stuff asking what's the point of stuff I haven't been doing my stand up because I've just what's the point I'll just work and work and work at something and uh, maybe maybe I might not probably won't go anywhere with it that's that's the mindset I've been in. And that's not any mindset to be in. It is not at all. Oh, if I slept better, maybe that would help things out a little bit, but I don't know. Apparently when you take Ambien and, and you don't sleep... You get high off of it. So that's that's a new trick. That's what's going on right now. I'm not sleeping despite taking an Ambien. And I feel just a little bit stoned or something. Just a little bit. I'm not sleeping, but I don't give a shit I'm not sleeping. So I guess there's that at least. I could be all wound up about not sleeping, being hard on myself, staring at the clock. Getting pissed off that I'm not sleeping, but I'm not. I'm just going with the flow. I don't have anything to do tomorrow, so fuck it. If I don't sleep, I don't sleep. Then I have nights where I hardly sleep at all. Those happen once in a while, too. Don't really know what that's about. I don't know. Shit's weird. Shit's weird and I should just smoke weed about it. Let's see here. Where's my grinder? I got my whirling tray. Everything's sitting in it. There's a grinder. It's a little dark. I can't see it.
One thing cool about my psychiatrist is uh, she does not give a shit about my heavy marijuana use. She actually seems to appreciate that it helps. I don't know what the fuck I'd do at this point in my life without weed. Besides be very anxious and not fun to be around. I'd be way too wound too tight probably. My mom thinks it's good when I cut back on weed, but when I cut back on weed, I don't feel right. <coughs> There's something about it that helps me. And if it helps, it helps. I think my psychi psychiatrist knows that. I think she recognizes that. That there is something to it. And if it helps, it helps. Got a little heavy into edibles a while back. Got trippy. Started tripping. Took a uh, hundred milligrams. No, I took more than a hundred milligrams. It took, uh, yeah, I took a hundred milligrams and another 75 on top of that to even it out with a sativa because the hundred milligrams was indica. Yeah, things got a little weird for a while. People don't always understand that edibles are a psychedelic drug. Weed in general is a psychedelic drug. It's just not as strong as, say, LSD or mushrooms or 2CB or, you know, whatever. But it is. It's mind-altering substance. Especially when you take it in edible form. It's, uh... Your body, uh... Your body... Body, um... Ingests it differently, and... It's a whole different drug edibles are compared to smoking and you can trip off of them you can trip off of them. you can THC trip on high doses
which is uh, it's interesting if you're ready for it if you're not ready for it it's uh, not a good time a lot of people fuck themselves over and eat too many edibles for the first time and then they fuck themselves over <laughs> my buddy asked me how much edibles it, it, that I usually take and I'm like well I usually take like 50 milligrams but that's kind of a lot say most people can go anywhere from 10 to 25 and be alright and he said something about he took 90 or something like that and had a bad trip and I'm like yeah I can believe it I can certainly believe it. It's been a while since I've tripped. The last time I tripped, some crazy things went down that I'm not going to get into on here. Mushrooms, mushrooms. It was called doing mushrooms while not in a stable state of mind. But I need to get a hold of some mushrooms again. Now that I know how to get a hold of them regularly. I still just need to grow my own, I think. Do that. Then I don't have to worry about where they come from. I'll just have them. And I'll have a lot of them. <laughs> I'll have plenty. Mushrooms are interesting. Mushrooms are interesting how dark they can get and how light they can be. They can be very good time having light-hearted sort of things, but then they can be very dark. I've had them turn dark on me pretty much every time I've done them at one point or another. Usually you push past the darkness and then you can get to get to the good time. Get to the beauty of everything instead of the darkness of everything. But I think that's important though. It's important to be aware of the darkness of everything. Too many people avoid the darkness and they shouldn't do that. You gotta have a balance. Gotta have a balance between the dark and the light. Then that way you know that one could not exist without the other. That they're all one thing. Just different aspects of the one thing. People have told me to avoid darkness and I don't do it. 
The thing is, not all darkness is bad darkness. It's really not. Just because it's dark doesn't mean it's bad. Sometimes darkness just means it's dark. There's a lack of light. And I believe that not all light is good. Light can kill you. Take like the sun and the moon. The sun, people appreciate the sun more than the moon. But the sun can kill you. But the moon in its darkness cannot. So there's an example of light being bad and darkness being good. I think I'm just a dark person in a lot of ways. I just have the darkness in me and it would be inevitable that I'll see the darkness wherever I go. But that's fine. Because like I said, not all darkness is bad darkness. Some darkness just is. I really hope the crickets are showing up on here. I want the crickets in the background. I want cricket ambiance. Ambiance. I'll say it all Midwestern-y. Ambiance. Let me take another drag off this pipe. I definitely need to change change directions of where I've been this last few months or more. Hell, it's been kind of a year. Been a year of this shit. Of doing nothing. No job, getting by on money I sold cars to, although my credit card went into collections, and then that was there long enough that it's got a lawsuit against it, so I got taken to small claims court over like 10 grand on my credit card that I didn't pay off. But being unemployed and not having anything worth them repossessing, I have no wages to garnish and nothing to repossess. Okay, get this lid back on this. There we go.
can't do anything. My point is, they can't do anything to me right now. So fuck them. Take my $300 I have out of my checking account? Yeah, sure, take that. <laughs> I don't know. Once I start getting working again, I think I'm just going to file bankruptcy. Just wipe it out. Wipe it out and start over. Oh, Muddy Roots is coming up in September. I keep seeing friends posting about it online, and I'm bummed out I can't go again. Couldn't go last year. I won't be able to go this year. And the train whistle is blowing in the distance. Oh, the lonely whistle is a-calling, as an old country song would say. I've been listening to more old country than anything lately. To the point that I'm kind of getting sick of it. But it makes sense right now. should listen to newer country that's similar to the old country. Muddy Roots music. Long pause while I spoke there. point where I know what to do but I don't know how to do it I think that's why I got stuck on nothing 
this classical me shutting down when things become overwhelming. Like I know what I have to do, but I don't know how to do it. That's a hell of a place to be in. Hell of a place to be in. Makes one not know what to do. Thus, doing nothing. I gotta get myself out of this funk. That's all too familiar to me living in this town. I used to have this all the time, but it was normal, so I didn't think much of it. And then I moved to Madison and I started doing things. I started playing in bands. I started doing stand-up comedy. I started doing the things that I felt like I was meant to do. And I didn't have so much of these moments of, uh, these moments of blah, of isolation. That's the other thing, I've been isolating myself I know it's not good, but I do it anyway. Like I can't help it. This town is kind of isolating in a lot of ways as it is. Unfortunately, that's the way it goes in a town this size. Like, there's enough here, but not enough. Uh, enough, but not enough. Uh, and then I come from Madison where I'm doing all these things I want to do. Then I come back here. Where I'm not able to do all the things that I want to do. Those things are just an hour drive away. Which really isn't that far. But in my isolation of loneliness, 
seems like it was just too much. It's too much to try to drive. Ideally several times a week. But I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find a job that won't interfere with that. And I'm going to start hitting up open mics like crazy. I'm going to start hitting the open mics as much as I ever have before. Once I have a job and gas money, that's been a thing too, not wanting to burn gas money, that's not mine. I have a gas card that my mom gave me to use, but I don't feel right using it to be driving out of town like crazy all the time like that. be putting on a lot of miles it is what it is it looks like I'm going to be here for the next few years at least so Might as well figure out how to survive in a way that's good for me. And I think I'm going to end this one right there. So hope you're staying well out there, everybody. And good luck and Godspeed.